everybody, and welcome to the 52 Weeks of Sheep podcast. My name is Tammy. And I'm Allie. And this week we are talking about the sheep that's not really a sheep. This is the breed Falkland. <laughs> They're the ghost sheep. <laughs> the ghost sheep. <laughs> so if any of you were looking for Falkland sheep, you probably couldn't find them. No. <laughs> the ghost. But if you look for Falkland fiber. Yes. I found that. Yeah. So Falkland, I don't, I had a really good time spinning it. How about you? Yeah, I enjoyed it too. It wasn't bad. It went quick. Yeah. Yeah. So did you have the undercoat or did you have the whole thing? Mm, mine was comb top when I got it. Okay. So I'm assuming it was the undercoat. It was, it was pretty wonderful and a very decent staple length. How about your staple length? Yeah, it wasn't bad either. Although I read that it's really a fairly short staple length. Yeah. When I looked in the book. Yeah, it it does look like it is. Well, I saw three to four inches for staple length. Is What was yours? I think it's, okay, I'm getting out my handy dandy book because it said, it said that uh, the staple length Okay, this is interesting. Three inches, but that's for the undercoat. The outer coat can be 12 to 16 inches. Can you imagine a 16-inch length? I mean, that's over a foot. (laughs) Yeah, that is not anything I think I'd want to spin. I find that interesting because when I was reading in the Fleece and Fiber source book, again, not a breed, but they had just a section on the Falkland breeds of sheep. It says that they're basically their background sheep or all of the sheep that it comes from. Oh, wait a minute. Now I see. Now I know why it's a 12 up to a 12 inch. Yeah. So Falkland Islands has the sheep there were Polworth, which is a 75% Merino, 25% Lincoln. Your Lincoln is where that, that staple length is coming from for sure. Okay. Falkland Island sheep also include Merino, regular Merino sheep. And in their background uh, on the island a little bit, they say they still do have Corydales and Romneys. So between those Romneys and those Lincolns, you might be looking at some pretty decent staple lengths. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. I got the handy dandy book here too. What would we do without that book? I know. It's almost like my Bible. It's right next to it, right? Right. Yeah. And you know the history of my fleece and fiber source books, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I've got the one that goes to shows. It's really pretty. (laughs) I've got the one that I had when I, and I won it during a spin together competition. We're going to talk spin together here in a minute. Okay. But I won it during my very first spin together competition. Okay. But it fell apart. I used it so much and took it everywhere with me. It fell apart. That's awesome though. It is. I ended up tearing it all apart. Yeah. And putting it in a binder. This binder is a six inch binder with the plastic sleeves, two sided. Oh Oh my God. Oh, that's (laughs) nice though. That's cool. It's not ever going to wear out now with it being in that. No, that is my go-to for when I'm looking up stuff for sure. And then when when Amazon had the Kindle version of it go on sale for $3.99. Oh, wow. Yeah, everybody should watch Amazon. That does go on sale periodically for 
And so that one's on my, my iPad with me everywhere. Yeah, that's cool. It's, it's pretty handy. But anyway, you know, we were talking about, I just, I won that and spin together. How was spin together for you, Allie? Well, it was, um, I, I sat and I sat and I sat some more. <laughs> <laughs> so I felt bad in some ways because I didn't see my grandbabies at all. I'm like, I was so focused. That competitive spirit took hold. <laughs> I know you're the only reason that I would sit down and spin as much as I spun. So I put three <laughs> almost all nighters. There were three nights I was up until between two and three in the morning. Oh, wow. And then I was up at seven ish. Yeah. And started spinning again. And it was so bad that when I was just sitting on the couch at home after spin together ended last night, it's still, you know how when you're on an airplane and you get off the airplane or you're on a train, and but you get off and you still feel like you're moving on the plane or the train? Yeah. <laughs> I still felt like my body was treadling. I know. <laughs> It's like a dog having a dream and its feet are moving and it's whimpering and you're like, <laughs> yeah, uh, we have that uh, built in reflex. That's so funny. Like, oh, God, my feet aren't even moving, but my body still feels like it is. Yeah. And, and today I feel like I'm in spin together coma. Yeah. Yeah. Probably all of us are. We're all probably there. Our, our mates are probably going, all right. Now it's, you're back to civilization. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nope. I need another week to recover. Yeah. How awesome though. <laughs> that is really fun. It was. I think next year we should do a cruise. Everybody that does spin together should get on a cruise and we all just sit there and spin and laugh and just, and uh, there's no other distractions, no work, no nothing. <laughs> Oh man, now you've got me thinking. I know, right? That would be so fun. People are doing our food. Um, we've packed enough luggage for the week. Um, we're not worried about laundry, letting the dogs out or feed animals. Or looking and seeing all the stuff that still needs to be done while you're sitting there spinning. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> We just have to come home to whatever mess is created while we're gone. But yeah, I like that idea. You know, you and I had talked about some other spin together stuff before we hopped on the podcast, but I think you might have a really good idea there. Yeah, because I mean, look, we don't have to fix any meals. It already be done. Um, who knows? Could be a new adventure. Yeah, the spin together Team Goldie Knots or Team 52 Weeks Cruise. I'm going <laughs> to jot that one down in my notes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, and, you know, for those of us in Montana, in February, that would be a fantastic time to get away to somewhere warmer. It would. We could sit out there on the deck with the breeze blowing through our hair getting a little bit of tan. Oh. <laughs> I'm so excited about it now. I was thinking, I don't know if I can do spin together again. I'm pretty tired, but I think you just revitalized my, 
<laughs> oh, that's funny. That is funny. Yeah. But it is something we're going to have to look into. Stay tuned for more on that. Also, yes. Allie and I are both still tallying. Allie has a single that she needs to calculate. And yesterday, at you know, I was leaving to go teach for a class at 10 in the morning. So I got up really early after being up really late. And got the final ply done, but it's still sitting on my e-spinner. I couldn't even look at it last night when I got home from teaching. Yeah. So yeah, we'll go ahead and we'll get all those results. Look for it in the 52 Weeks of Sheep group. You may hear an announcement next week about who really spun the most. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think both of us started out with this really competitive nature. And by the end, we were like, whatever. Yes. Yeah. I I was after working extra two days at work and then um, it was muddy out. It was so muddy because all that snow melted. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, the, somebody let the dog walk across my floor. And then I'm like, OK, do I get off the spinning wheel so that I Tammy beats me or I just deal with the muddy footprints? <laughs> Well, and I was doing the same thing. Okay, I got to get those things ready for that class. Do I spin for five more minutes, which will turn into, you know, five more hours? Or do I get up and put all those kits together? Or do I panic and do it at the very end? Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> if I were on a cruise, I wouldn't have thought about any of that. Well, that's exactly right. I mean, it's it sounds like... Um... I mean, then we could, oh, we could do a hot tub soak to relax our sore muscles. And I I think we might be onto something here. Okay. (laughs) Allie, you and I are going to work on that. We probably should get back to Falkland sheep. Oh, yes. Oh, how we get sidetracked. It's easy to do. It, It really is, especially when you start talking about cruises. I'm, I'm all over it. Um, when I was doing more reading in our little fancy, you know, fleece and fiber Bible, that's what I think we should call it now. Not even the source book. Yeah. <laughs> but we have to call it what it is because we yes. didn't write it. Exactly. Um, oh my goodness. I'm full of ums today. I'm going to have to edit a whole bunch of ums out. Sorry, guys. <laughs> it is. It's that spin together coma. I know. It's a uh, wool brain. Wool brain. There you go. So these the breeds that are on the Falkland Islands, there's a couple of really cool things about it. One, the climate of that of the islands makes it so that there's no bacteria that forms and their fleeces apparently are extra white. Did you notice that with the with the fiber that you had? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was really white. It was a bright white. Yeah, it was. <laughs> And then they also, because it's cost prohibitive, they don't import any fertilizers, chemical fertilizers or chemical herbicides over to those islands. And therefore, that wool is considered organic. Wow. Yeah. Now that I did not know. I think that's really cool. I didn't know that either when I was, you know, again, I, I, I read a little bit before I spin, just so I kind of get an idea. It's one of those, I glance over it and I'll hit a website or whatever. 
And then I spin it and then I go back and I really go into the in-depth reading to figure out, you know, if what what I had met what it said in the book or on the websites. I just think that that's really kind of cool. And the Falkland breeds, they're also on those islands. There's no sheep diseases. That is really interesting. Yeah. I mean, you figure it's an island. Nothing comes and goes. Yeah. Hmm. I think that's. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Remember when we talked about Faroe Island sheep a couple weeks ago? Yeah. And I was, oh, I want to go to the Faroe Islands and Iceland and this. I think I want to add the Falkland Islands to my group, my, my travel adventures. Yeah. I'm, that's kind of interesting because you think um, like with dog breeders and stuff, like they'll make you take your shoes off and everything in case you have something on your shoes. So that's really cool that nobody, that they don't have any disease there. That's impressive. No disease, no chemicals, and the climate makes for better wool. Yeah. Huh. Maybe maybe our crew should go to the Falkland Islands and maybe we should never come back. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's cool. It it was yeah, it was really, really interesting to read. They also are saying that they the shepherds there, they are breeding those sheep. So all of the sheep that are there. They're breeding them for heavy clips of wool. And you figure with Polworth, Merino, I mean, those those are some heavy clipped wools. Those are pretty heavy weighted fleeces. Coriadales can be pretty heavy in their weight. Romneys, yes, with their length. All of those come down to having that, that heavier clip. They also are breeding for those finer and higher quality fibers. All those breeds to me meet those standards, especially if you're doing inner, any interbreeding. Well, not interbreeding, but um, crossbreeding. Mixing of those. Yeah, crossbreeding. Holy cow. I have lost my mind today. It's okay. I'm, I'm here to help. <laughs> I'm glad because it's gone. <laughs> it's a good thing all I have to do after recording this podcast today. Well, I'll edit. But the only thing I really have to do after this is we're out of wood again. We've got the big pile of wood to split. Yeah. So I don't have to be very mindful out there splitting wood other than to keep my hands out of the way. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. Get a little workout. Uh, I do need a workout before the next snowstorm comes. I think we're due for one today, aren't we? Ours says tomorrow, our forecast. Okay. It's off of my phone and my phone lies to me several times. Oh. several times yes yeah I don't trust my phone either well I'm hoping it they've postponed it till tomorrow that'll give me all afternoon to go ahead and yeah get another cord of wood split wowzer dowser girl you're ambitious uh, it, I don't know that it's ambitious it's that I don't want to freeze <laughs> oh true yes <laughs> you know having a partner who can't do some of that stuff right now I'm it yeah and so I split enough to get me through spin together week last week. Now I need to, I, I, yeah, I split enough for spin together. Yes. I did say that right. Yes. This week I need to split enough to get us through whatever we're going to get through. I'd like to actually just get through the pile and be done with it. Yeah. That would mean spring is in the air though, right? It would mean spring is in the air. And then it would mean the next loads are about to be delivered. That's that never ending process. And that's true. That, I think I'm going to hire somebody to help me out there. Yeah, that would be fun too. Uh, really not. Yeah. 
teenage boys will help. Yes. Yeah. All right. So getting back again to Falkland Sheep, boy, we really are wandering. We are. It's okay. Yes. Did Micron count on these guys, according to that fleece and fiber source book by Deb Robson and Carol Acarius, Micron count runs anywhere between 18 and 33. So it looks like it'd be anywhere from super fine to fine slash mid. Yeah. They say the staple length is three to four inches and it's got a very soft handle to it. Nice. Did it say, this is a little bit off a change, but did it say how many sheep were on this island? It didn't. I would have to do some research on that. I am going to try and add that in our show notes, number of sheep on the island. I have to write it down or with my brain fog. I won't remember it today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but other than that, there, I didn't find a whole ton of information. Did you find any other information on the breed that I haven't covered? No, I haven't. I didn't dig in. I probably should have dug in more. But, you know, we had a busy week. So, uh, but I'd be curious to know, I mean, like how they, what do they process it? Or do they all, do they export it all out? You know, are they making ship sales or, or who knows? What are they making out of it? Okay, so I will do a little bit more research myself, and I will post any links where I find information. I'll post that in our show notes. Okay, cool. I think it would be fun. And I know I haven't posted very many photos of my spinning in in the 52 Weeks of Sheep Group. I am still spinning, so I just have to finish plying. Everything got set aside because of that crazy little thing we did last week. Um. But I do just need to ply my south down. I need to finish spinning my other lace weight bobbin of Cormo, and then I will ply those. And then I got my little package of Lester Longwool from from Emily, and I was going to start it last night before before we recorded this one. I I didn't have any spinning in me last night. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> imagine yeah right (laughs) (laughs) can't imagine why I didn't want to spin last night yeah so I will be posting those I will be spinning this week a little bit more for pleasure than for competition yes yeah and you may see a huge photo dump is probably what you all are going to see this next week of all of my breeds and then we should probably also talk about our bonus episode yeah, I'd say so. That was so fun doing that interview with Nicole, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, she it, it was. She's she knows her stuff. She does know her stuff, and I love it. I didn't have to do a whole lot. We didn't ask a whole lot of questions. We just said, "What are you doing?" And boy, oh boy, yes, it was fantastic. So, if you are a Patreon patron, you will have access to that bonus episode on the 29th that should be thursday thank goodness for the extra day in february this year i need it (laughs) so that will be live and then i'm excited i mean you're gonna have to listen to the podcast to to hear everything but there are special colors and special things happening for local yarn store day and special knit alongs coming up and crochet alongs and I'm just super excited about all of it. Yeah. Yeah. And she's she's getting every everything prepared. She really is. I want to be as organized as Nicole. I know, right? She'll tell you she's not, but 
she seems a little bit more organized than I am right now. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then before we go, we do want to talk about March, March, you guys are going to get six, not five, six podcast episodes. Yeah. Talk about overachievers. (laughs) (laughs) With (laughs) this is us being overachievers. We have three, three podcasts with three special guests plus the bonus episode on site at Stitesoft Marinos. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. It I'm I'm excited. So coming up next week, we'll talk Romney sheep. They're the they're a breed of sheep that pretty much got me into, into wanting sheep. Fun. And then we're going to talk about, I love this name. I still hope I'm pronouncing it correctly. This breed comes from France. Imagine that. It's the Wisson. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I do. It's a good thing I took five years of French in school. At least I can pronounce the sheep. (laughs) No wonder you can say it so well. I'm like, uh, what? (laughs) (laughs) yes you too can take five years of French then we're gonna do Shetland and I'm excited about Shetland because we're gonna be talking to Janice Whitfield from oh my god her name just she is one woman's wool Mm -hmm. wolf and I can't remember yes that and I can't remember the name do you remember the name of her actual farm Valley View Farm thank you yes Allie is saving my butt today. (laughs) I have my cheat sheet. (laughs) (laughs) I need one of those. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think I left that in my loft. (laughs) So I met Janice through the Woolen Fiber Arts Group and an online business class that we did together. We were mentors for one another and it was, it was an amazing experience. So I'm excited to share Shetland and Janice with you. Then another person from the Woolen Fiber Arts Group. I also met her in the online business class with Teddy Jansen of Timber and Twine. But we're going to talk to Lisa Mitchell. Okay, that'll be fun. Yeah, for the Guanaco. And we may be talking to her husband as well. They do a podcast together. They're releasing their third season of their podcast called a fiber life and i'm excited i'm just excited so we'll hear more about their podcast they also have a new trailer movie they also have they have lots of fun stuff going on but i've never even really heard of guanaco and i'm excited about that fiber yeah that's i mean all of them are exciting to try out they really are and that is a luxury wool For those of you who are on a budget, you may or may not be able to spin that this year. That is okay. You can still learn about it. It, it, um, It's kind of like Kiviet. It's a little bit on the pricey side, but I have some coming. Mine is actually, I think it's a Guanaco Merino blend. Okay. So if if it's easier for you guys to find it in a blend, go ahead and try it with a blend. I don't think it hurts anything. There's no no rules. Do what you want. Sweet. (laughs) Right. And then our last, our, our last week in March, 
technically, I think it's the first week in April, but uh, we're going to talk Merino with John Stites of Stites Off Merinos. And our bonus episode, which will come out on the 31st, or pretty darn close to it, because I will be there on the 29th for their shearing day, which is part of that bonus podcast. Fun. Yeah. Look for photos on that one, you guys. That'll be exciting. It'll be very exciting. And you know what else I'm doing while I'm there? Yes. I'm picking up my fleece. Nice. <laughs> my reserve fleece for two years. I get to pick up Lyra. And if you if you were to look up Stitesoft Merinos, they're on Facebook. They do have a picture of Lyra's fleece. You know, they, they check them under those coats. I'm a little excited. <laughs> are you going to send it to a mill or are you going to hand process it? I will process that one myself. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's easy to process theirs. Again, when they're coated, mm-hmm. there's hardly any picking time. So I go through and I just, I kind of make sure that everything is the same length. And they're very good about skirting and, and getting it ready before they sell it anyway. That one is just a throw in the mesh bag after I've opened up the locks, wash it, let it dry. I am very careful when I card that one, though. They have some really nice fleeces. Mm-hmm. How are you? Have you ever had one? Pardon? Have you ever had one of their fleeces? I have not. I might have to get on put on the list, right? Yeah. Yeah. So um, how do you card it? Will you hand card it or? um... I usually put it, I have a brother electric drum carder. Okay. It is when I do it though, it is on the very slowest, lowest setting. It takes me a long time, but I just don't want to create any neps in, in that particular fiber. Right. That's cool. I'm excited. Yeah. I want to spin Lyra for this year. I have other Merino for me to spin during, um, during our week, but I will keep you guys posted on Lyra's fleece as I get through her. Yeah, that's fun. And I want pictures too. Pictures of, of her, of her fleece, of the process. Well, yeah, exactly. The whole, you know, like when you're up there, take a picture of her and then her fleece before you wash it and then uh what it looks like after it's washed and then when you're combing it and um yeah that whole process that'd be really cool it would be pretty cool okay i will do that yeah and then you guys can follow along in my my other time consuming adventure i know i'm putting a lot of pressure on you it's all right (laughs) It's okay. I forgive you. But it's fun. You'll have it is good um, documentary. Yeah, I will. That will be fun. Maybe we'll release that as a bonus podcast. There you go. Who knows? So many, so many thoughts and, and things for this podcast have hit me this last week. I'm putting a lot on you. <laughs> It's a good thing you're a co-host because, you know, I may put some of it back on you. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll have to get a fiber from them or a fleece next year or whenever. Whenever. Or you could just do your little girls. 
I know, right? I'm really excited. I have to find somebody that will share them for me first. I've been told I could do it myself. You're not. I was going to say, you don't look like you, or you don't sound like you're I'm not convinced. I'm not. No, I'm not. I like, I think if I watch somebody do it, then that would help me out. I've watched some videos on it, but I'd really like to see it done in person first. Yeah. And so you just have the two. I know last year there is a, well, it, it's really far for you, but there is a guy out of Great Falls, Montana, just outside of Great Falls. And he did make the drive for one sheep. Wow. Maybe I'll have. And he did a beautiful I'll job. Make some chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> I will tell you, it's a little bit pricier. So for those of you who have large numbers of sheep, you know that it can run anywhere between five and $15 per head of sheep to shear them. It was not five. It was not 10. It was not 15. It was far pricier to have somebody come out and do one because they do charge for mileage and they have a setup fee and whatever the case might be. But my guy had so much wool on him and it was so hot. We, whatever, at that point it was whatever it takes. So that one was pricier, but I'm sure you can find somebody. I'll give you his name after, after we're done on the podcast, I'll give you his name and you can see what he would charge you to come out. I don't, how far is Great Falls from Townsend? It's a distance. Yeah. I think Lincoln might be closer. Yeah. I mean, Lincoln's closer to Great Falls than I am to Great Falls. Okay. And my sheep was actually, he's in Cascade, which is just outside of Great Falls. And it was still pretty pricey because it was a mileage fee from where he is. Oh, you know what? He's in, he's in Sun River. I lied. He's in Sun River, Hmm. but it's super nice kid. Really gentle, really good with the sheep. I, I can't recommend him enough. Okay. Perfect. So anyway, guys, now that we have talked about Spin Together, Falkland Sheep, what's coming up, bonus episodes, you've heard our Spin Together saga. Yes. <laughs> yes. I think we are going to wrap it up for today, and we will look forward to talking Romney Sheep with you next week. Yeah, that'll be exciting. All right. All right, guys, happy spinning as always. We'll drop our links for where you can find us in the show notes. And we will see you next week. Okay, happy treadling. Happy treadling. Bye, guys.